Hello everybody, Hambo here, doing a little uh, podcast from the cabin studio. Uh, I put out a couple podcasts here, this will be the third one of the month, and uh, it's just after Memorial Day. Went out, paid some respects uh, to the local uh, memorial in town and uh had all the the people that have uh died in the wars you know from the area and all the way from the i think it, the spanish let me take a look the spanish civil war or something like that and world war 1 world war 2 uh and vietnam uh, I think there might have been one memorial from the Iraq War. And uh, it was good. It was good to kind of pay the respects. And, uh, you know, because I, I didn't have a crazy out-of-control weekend. It was very, very um, down-to-earth. Uh, it's just me here. And I got caught up on some things. Watched the movie uh, Silverado for the first time, uh, which was which was fun. It was a good old, old-fashioned kind of western shot in the '80s. And if anything, really, it's just kind of a love letter to westerns. That one. There's a lot of characters in it. Uh, a lot of big actors. Uh, Scott Glenn, uh, Kevin Klein. Uh, who else? Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Seems to come out of nowhere a little bit in it. Uh, of course, uh, um, oh, it's just name that plays the villain. Brian Dennehy. He plays a pretty, I think... I think the best part about the movie is both him and Kevin Klein are kind of like kind of buddies in a way. But and Kevin Klein's a laid back dude. That's just kind of looking out for himself. But Brian Dunn, he's kind of like a laid back villain. <laughs> and it's really just a matter of those two making good and bad choices. And uh, I think that's the most interesting storyline in, in the in the movie. Danny Glover's in it. As I'm saying, big big uh, big actors are in this movie, and he freezes. I think it's his sister or his girlfriend or something from from Jeff Goldblum, who's kind of like a. I think he's trying to be some kind of pimp in it or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. There's a lot of storylines going on in this movie. Kevin Costner, a very, a very young Kevin Costner's in this movie. And he plays the uh, young, kind of out-of-control dude, which is a fun contrast to the characters he'd be playing later on in his life. You know, it's a you know, mature, in-control, stoic, uh, experienced characters. Uh, this is this is like the exact opposite. 
He's got a really awesome move that he does with his, both of his pistols, and he shoots two people at the same time, one of each hand. Um, so there's a lot of good action scenes. It's by Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the India, some of the Indiana Jones movies. Excuse me. Uh, the music in the in the movie is outstanding. Um, I don't remember the guy did the the music, but he sounds a lot like a, a Jerry Goldsmith or something along those lines. Just really boisterous, um, loud instrumental uh, trumpet. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, maybe fiddles are in there, thrown in there. Uh, th that kind of music you would hear in the old kind of John Wayne Russ westerns, but louder. Um, but really well done. Uh, but the only thing is, and I was watching a review of Siskel and Ebert. And uh, Siskel said that there's just a little too many characters that makes it kind of uh, hard to follow, and I, I agree. I think I think there's too many characters, and they're kind of all. You're trying to follow all their little storylines and all their little hooks. It's kind of like a soap opera a little bit. And now, don't get me wrong. The uh, you know the storylines are good. It's just it's a lot of them. Pretty much, it's Scott Glenn. In Kevin Klein's movie. And everyone else is just kind of supporting characters. Uh, Kevin Klein is excellent excellent in the movie. And uh, um, has a, a few funny scenes where he's in his long johns and he gets shot um, in the, the, the baggy part in between his legs. And he takes some dude out off his horse. Uh, I was charging him. Uh, there's a good death by horse scene in the in the climax of the movie uh there's some spoilers here if you haven't seen silverado just be warned um uh one of the main villains gets uh flanked by uh scott glenn's horse and uh it, it was pretty good it's a good scene different and scott glenn he usually plays usually plays like uh rugged tough guy character supporting characters even either either a tough guy or a ball buster kind of dude or a villain um or kind of a he usually he has a rough very lined face but very in shape kind of a guy um he's been in a whole bunch of a whole bunch of movies especially 80s and 90s in this movie, he looks young, like there's not very li many lines on his on his face, and he plays plays pretty good lead, not bad. Um, I give the movie about an eight, <laughs> probably a low eight, kind of similar to Doctor Strange, where it's like, well, this movie's good, but it could be better, and uh, so probably a low eight. Uh, I I was expecting a little bit more. I've heard really good things about Silverado. And there is some really good stuff, but ultimately, I think if they shaved down some of the running time on it, got rid of the, some of the storylines, 
got rid of at least one character, I think it would have helped help the the story's focus. It's kind of like uh, the Eternals has the same problem. It's too many characters, too many different storylines, motivations. Back. Like it's it's too much. It's too much, and could have been you know could have been shorter too. Gotten to the point a bit a bit more if they're gonna go that route. That being said, it's one of the few uh, fun 80s western. It wasn't a waste of my time. It was uh, an enjoyable watch. Um, so I watched that on VHS. And it's the joy of VHS is something that, uh, you know, there's something about watching VHS now because, for one, you get the sound. If you have a sound system, it just—it's louder. There's something about the analog aspect to it. Whereas if you put in a DVD or streaming, it's just not as loud and it's—it's it's not as full, in my opinion. Opinion. And all the systems I've had, I haven't been able to fidget as much with uh, the DVDs, uh, different volume settings, as I as I could with. Uh, the different uh, audio, the video, uh, videotape ones. So, yeah, and uh, what else? I'm working on the storyline for Rage 5. I'm developing that right now. I'm going to work on that when I get done with this here. And uh, came up with an interesting idea. has to do with um, the Middle Ages. And I won't say more than that. And uh, Rage finds himself in the Middle Ages somehow. And uh, he's got to deal with some some things about uh, his purpose. He's, he's, he's looking for a new new purpose in his life now that his, his wife uh, is gone. And he has uh, revenged his, her murderer. And uh, so, yeah. That's been going on. Uh, I didn't really go too far. I didn't go, you know, to the UP or anything like that this time because I just I didn't have quite as much time to do that and or gas money. Um, I won't go into the gas situation too much because I think we all know about that stuff. Uh, but I've been able to, each day, been able to leave town. I went putt-putt today. To make up for yesterday, I wanted to go putt-putt for Memorial Day, but it was closed. So I went to the downtown area and checked that out, but came back here. I watched Top Gun, the original. You know, I bought the first one, and I had a lot of fun watching that. A lot of fun. And the DVD has the music videos on there. It's got commentary uh, from Tony Scott and, and some... Uh, I think some flight instructors or something like that. So I'll have to watch it with commentary too. But it was a lot of fun watching Top Gun up here. The movies in the cabin, when I watch them, it's just better. I think it has something to do with there's not much noise outside. Again, it's quiet at night. There's very little outside noise. So there's more of a concentration on 
on the screen. Um, especially if it's a movie. So I just lose myself in it a, a lot more. Uh, I watched a really cool little documentary on a, on, YouTube, on a YouTube channel called uh, Wartime Stories. And they went over uh, people in different wars. I think the primary focus was on the Vietnam War, I think. Of, uh, it's kind of an animated black and white uh, animatic kind of thing where they show, excuse me, they show the uh, black and white animated photos of, of the people that are about them, the, the soldiers' stories and, and uh, how they were able to fight back the enemy and uh, sacrifice themselves pretty much for, the, for their, their friends and their, their, their unit. Really heartbreaking, courageous courageous stories. I highly recommend you check out the channel Wartime Stories. And uh, it's called, the video is called In Memoriam. And uh, the guy that narrates it was, was in the service. Uh, I think either the Army or the Marines, one of those, uh, either or, one of those, uh, one of the groups. Um, and at the end, you find out his his one of his buddies. He's got like a video recording of them, you know, drinking in the Philippines or whatever. And his buddy uh, ended up dying in an accident. I think this is in 2018 or something like that. So it's rel relatively recently, and uh, it's sad. It's sad. I, I had a bit of a tear jerking uh, experience there watching it, but I think it's something that everyone wants you to watch, especially around this time. Uh, so I cooked up some burgers, had a good time eating them, uh, very good. Uh, didn't get any ice cream this time, but uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, been work, I've been reading, I've been doing a lot of reading, uh, working on some games some flashcard games. One of the games is, is for writing uh, uh, stories, short films, and short stories as such. Uh, another game I've been working on is... Well, one for D&D &D to learn, or to get, get the 5th edition rules down, and also a little bit of solo play. I have a book called DM... Uh, DM uh, yourself, and it's about uh, playing uh, solo uh, role-playing games. So it's been pretty interesting. Uh, again, tonight I'm in the heart of the beast of developing a new storyline for the next Rage comic. Uh, still got to get some uh, Rage Four issues printed out uh, for some comic cons. Uh, hopefully, coming up, so I can get them ready soon and get a table for those. So. Yeah, a lot going on. I'm looking at also a new studio of sorts. That's like a surprise. That'll be a surprise podcast. Uh, I'll fill you in a little bit more about that. Uh, so yeah, I've uh, 
definitely had a good time up here uh, getting some things done, but I kind of wish I had a little bit more time. I think one of the reasons is that I had to, I stayed home uh, because of the weather. I think it was it rained a lot of the day, so I didn't get on the road. And plus, Top Gun and IMAX, I had to go see that, and that was that was opening day. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I thought about doing a podcast as I putt putt, but I just didn't, uh, you know, I didn't get that together. <laughs> I think it takes a little bit more concentration uh, doing that. It's a nice little uh, hill that uh, I put. It's had one of those waterfalls and everything that uh, one of the one of the uh, pars you, you hit it downhill and it could go into the stream and it would fall into the stream and into a pool of water so you would have to go get it so mine almost went in there but it bounced over it and so i played it from the rocks and i think i think i got like a four four or something like that on that par so but anyway uh Yeah, so I'm I'm debating of what movie I, I'll, I'll watch tonight. If I do, uh, when I get back to uh, writing, uh, coming up with the storyline for Rage Five, um, I've been reading a book on stoicism. Really good book here. called The Practicing Stoic. I highly recommend it. Put together by Ward Farnsworth. The Practicing Stoic, a philosophical user's manual. So it's pretty much has to do with handling situations in life and not freaking out about them and not being too attached to things. Like the ring and Lord of the Rings. Speaking of that, I got brought up uh, the third part of the Hobbit DVD uh, collection, which is probably one's most hated part of the Hobbit. <laughs> but even the most hated part of the Hobbit of Peter Jackson is still pretty decent and fun to watch. So. I'll do that, and well, I was going to go into some stories about oh, about my army days. I don't know if I'm going to get into all that because I have so much to do tonight. But I miss my buddies, my army buddies, and I wish we had stayed in contact more. I tried, I tried to, but I don't think they. Uh, reached out so much over the years because, you know, everybody gets involved with their own lives. That's what happens. And it's a bummer that that happens. I didn't want that to happen. But, uh, you know, people stop. They get hit. Families involved and uh, they stop uh, staying in contact and it's it's a bummer 
because it's you go through some challenging times, probably the most challenging physical times that you can go through, maybe mental. And you form a, a kind of a, a deep friendship, a, a deep bond with these people. And bond that you, you don't really have again in the civilian life. But again, I digress. I, I, you know, that is a whole other episode. And maybe I'll go into it uh, in June. Uh, some of my Army experiences. and uh, uh, I was in the reserves uh, about, I'd say about six years active, two years inactive, where they just kind of call you up if they need you. Um, so you're kind of on a on-call basis there, but still, even so, six years is still a lot, and that's a whole nother topic for another time. But uh, you know, it, it's always a time to reflect on, on those difficult times and, and uh, going through that whole situation. You're never really pushed that hard again unless you really decide to either join another military, uh, join the military again and go special forces or something to that effect or go on various Iron Man kind of scenarios. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll end up doing something like that where I push myself a little bit more. Some kind of crazy marathons. But I'm going to wrap this one up. I'm going to keep this one short. This one's another, this is a 20-minute one, and uh, I want to get this out to you guys. i got to get back to work, get this rage storyline, get something going here. I want to start gearing up and keeping it moving with that, that character and uh, going to my next because, you know, time waits for no illustrator. And... Uh, you know, Rage has the uh, sword behind me, and he wants me to write his tales. So, until then, I hope everyone, in, you know, was able to reflect and at least spend some time with people they love. May you all have long days and pleasant nights.